0: Hello everyone, this is Jeff Ellis of On Guardians. Uh, if you want to hear Justin's intro, go watch the video. You get a different intro depending on where you go. But this is our part two of our conversation with Andre Nott. It is a ton of fun. It was supposed to be a 30-minute chat. We went nearly an hour and a half because we just had so much fun talking baseball. So here's part two. You hear us get into all sorts of different things. We're all over the map, but it's just fun with someone who knows this team. And in spite of being you know, who he is, he actually sat and took notes while we talked and Like, seemed to genuinely just be a genuine human being. And that was why this was so much fun. So, uh, listen back, learn. I guarantee you'll learn something and enjoy part two of our conversation with the great and incredibly kind Andre Knott.
1: The other Gab, I'm a big Gabby Aris guy. And I know the numbers haven't said it the last couple of years, but I can tell you guys from being around him, I think the light bulb's going off if you know what I'm because he's rather young he's only he's rather young as well and it's always weird because I didn't get this and I still don't get everything either but I never really got to talk about you know well because Rick Manning is big on you learn more being in the big leagues talking to to big leaguers being around big league coaches than you do the minors well easy for Rick to say he was a first round pick and was in the minors very quickly in the 70s but there's something to what he's saying and whether it be Bo Naylor getting called up for a cup of coffee last year at the end of the year, and, and, Justin, you make a great point, it was nice when we could go to 40-man rosters and you could kind of get that out of the way. But Will Brennan getting 300 at-bats in the big leagues may be better than him getting 500 at-bats in AAA. Because what does he get out of going to AAA, hitting 350, 320? You, don't, you know, so I think that's, I think he can do it, but we're going to have to see.
2: I don't. I don't disagree with you. I I have relented on my my previous follies of Oscar Gonzalez. Like, I know Jeff and I both have, have both missed the boat on Oscar Gonzalez. We'll see what happens this year. But like, I've relented the fact that guy's probably going to be really good and he's probably going to have a big year. So like, it's obviously they trust point. him.
1: Let's talk about it. <laughs>
0: Let's no. Let's talk it's, about. This. He's such a great story. Like I mean, they, they protect, protected eleven players from the Rule yeah. Five and didn't protect him. And well, I think right. somebody
1: knew. I think they knew what they were doing there. There's a, a story to be dug in, into yeah, how that happened.
0: But he could it, have you know, signed with anybody, Andre. Yeah, he could have gone so anywhere. I I know. I, I agree. Yeah, and, <laughs> I totally agree with you. Guys. <laughs> you know, and, and like, like that's a big that, risk. No, and there's that part of me too where it's like I remember you know when I was just a. Like a snot-nosed reporter doing this for fun, he was one of the first people that followed me, which always makes him, you know, someone you like oh, <laughs> because I'm like, that's, that's, that's a player. Um, let but, me ask you guys: you
1: guys scout, you guys, or you guys watch? Yeah. Um, I want to say this politically correct. Like, I love Nolan Jones. I have nothing against Nolan Jones, but the first ten at bats I watched Nolan Jones, and the first ten at bats I watched Oscar Gonzalez. I'm just using these two as example there are traits that I see from Oscar that blow me away right away with Nolan. You could see things, but you could tell there was going to be, there was going to be some issues with him dealing with heaters in and because of how long and not all his fault. He's six five. Like there's a different, they're both about the same height, but there's a difference in how they use that height when they're at the plate. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and Oscars is a little bit more herky jerky or not textbook, but he may be more athletic. He's way more athletic than anybody wrote or said that I read before I saw him play.
2: I mean, I because saw I saw Nolan Jones a lot more than I saw Oscar Gonzalez. And the last time I saw Oscar Gonzalez, like consistently, was 2019 because he didn't have 2020. He was an actor in 2021, and I feel like things changed so fast for him from from not 2019 to 2021. He was a very different person. Physically and just things he had changed, and Nolan Jones too. You know, he had the issue of okay, I'm not gonna play third base, maybe I'm gonna play third base. And then, you know, as right. soon as Jose Ramirez signs that contract, he's yeah. like, Okay, what's my future here? Yeah. And you're asking a guy to to learn a new position altogether. And yeah, I, I agree with you though. I think like there's Nolan Jones probably is underappreciated because you know Help. he's still a three-true outcome kind of well, there's hell too, yeah. the yeah. three true outcome thing. I feel like he just fell out of style with the way the guardians want to go and there's still a lot of talent there, but Oscar probably fits
0: more what they're trying to do. Maybe. And I think the thing oh. with Oscar having like watched him through the minors and development and like, he goes against type, like we just have to be honest, he goes against type, but like he always performs. And I mean, by reports that I had and there's always something
1: gotten, to that, right? Jeff,
0: there, there is that, but you. there's also like, he works like not to say yes. that Nolan doesn't work, but like Oscar Gonzalez is, you know, and from what I heard, Nolan worked as well, but like Oscar Gonzalez is kind of a different beast of work. Like mm-hmm. from what I understand, like he is a person who, there are those guys who, when you're like, well, who's, who's, you know, who are the guys who really work? Like, you know, they'll give you a list of three names and his name always came up.
1: Always. And he, I can tell you, I went to his house that he, his parents live in just a couple months ago. And literally guys, there is a major league size baseball field, like two blocks from his house that he walks to. And as I walked to it with him, there were like kids on top of a fence kind of watching other kids practice. And Oscar goes flippantly. So honest, that kid right there is going to get internationally signed by the Yankees. He's going to get 1. 1. 1.5. That kid right there is going to sign with Seattle. That kid right there is going to sign with San Diego. And I'm just like, holy crap. And then we walk into <laughs> the field. Um, I think Oscar's special, but I don't know for sure. We Like there's a lot to, to be said. Um. He grew up in that area of the Dominican where like literally Vladimir Guerrero has a mountain in the in the part of Dominican where he lives, where uh, Oscar lives. And if (laughs) where Vladimir lives is like on top of this mountain and he has a two seven with Guerrero like on the mountain, like then his house is like above it. It's the most insane thing (laughs) I've ever seen. But in saying that, there's a scout in Dominican, and I know I'm going to get in so much trouble for this, and it's going to be put back on me all year long, but I mentioned yeah. it on the broadcast
0: today. I heard.
1: you. Heard, yeah. I'm already hearing it. already mentioned hearing.
0: it in our comments as well. Yes. I mean, really? People it's already gone, about it. Andre. Already, it's, and out, we already it's out the it. window.
1: This is why I stay <laughs> off social media, man. I got kids to feed. I can't be fighting you people. Like, why am I – but see, here – all right, this is a great one, and I'm not mad. I don't care. Like, it's not me. Thanks, D- some money I didn't see Vladimir Guerrero play at 15 16 17 years old. I didn't see Oscar Gonzalez at 15 16 17 years old. <laughs> like, that's like what are we supposed to do when yeah, we get information no. like that?
2: Just sit on yeah, it. That's Vince stuff Tate. you should be sharing, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So I should oh, I sit no, on it for five
1: it. years, and when he's an all star, be like, "Oh yeah, I told you." <laughs> Can't win them
2: all. If it's there, yeah, use it. No, I I agree. I'm with you. I. I it's you part. It's part of sense? the broadcast. It's part of the information, and and I don't know why people want to run with. Well, Andre not said this. Well, actually, Andre not didn't say that. Andre not is saying no. somebody
1: else told him that. <laughs> that's the problem with Twitter. Right. Right. And like, and I used to go back and I used to try to like counterreact and have conversations with people about it. But I'm like, no, I no longer look. It's a story that's a part of the it's a documentary we did on baseball in Dominican. It's a great story. Um, And and then look, they have pride in their guys. I think we talked, like you said, I think you hit on something really well, Jeff, I, I believe. how you, And I want to, I can't say it exactly how you said it, but the bat to ball stuff is legitimate for what this organization wants to do. And obviously, Oscar doesn't look like Stephen Kwan in how his bat-to-ball you know, percentages are. But he can get the balls that you – like, there's some things about him you can't teach. And there's always going to be outliners no matter what the game is built upon. There's always been guys that didn't fit, you know, the the, the prototype. Yeah. So I don't blame you guys. I don't blame scouts. There's certain guys that just fall through the cracks for whatever reason. Um, And he may just be one of those guys no matter if he came up in 1980. 2020
0: or 2050. And Cleveland feels weirdly good at finding those guys. Like one could argue like Stephen Kwan is that, yes. um, you know, I mean, Tristan for uh, like just his build is, is yeah. kind of that, you know, like it's an, I mean, he's, you know, fantastic pitcher, fantastic athlete, but not a lot of guys that big and skinny. So they're, they're kind of, you know, Espino, I, if healthy could be that.
1: I had it here. Too. I would quickly remember what you're, at. it's funny. You said about Tristan, I had a scout and a former player pitcher, big league pitcher. This will have Andre not said, told me, though, years, years ago, they said, there's no way in the heck that Tristan McKenzie will make it to the big leagues because he's too skinny and he's got no, he's got no, he's got no butt. Because that used to be the saying, like, you needed you need a big torso, you know, big legs, big thighs to really push to get 200 innings. And I was told he'll never be a starting pitcher because of his body build. And like, I'm not going to call that person out. I get it. Nine times out of ten, if you look like Tristan McKenzie, that's probably going to become true. But the strength coaches here tell me he's one of the strongest guys, pound for pound, on this team.
0: And we're going to take a quick pause in the action to come back and hear some more talk on Tristan McKenzie. But first, the midway point of the NBA season is here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. There's new customers getting no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sports. app it's safe secure and super easy to use then you can bet on everything the money line to point scores and threes drained again Justin and i will continue to advise you that bet the over on the guardians win total plus fanduel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay so don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more make every moment more with fanduel an official sports betting partner of the nba
2: Hey, and I remember when he was in Akron, people would tell me how like how often he eats Chipotle and how much that kid eats. He
0: oh, yeah. eats. It's not like he's, <laughs> he's not he's trying. To... I, I sat next yeah. to him in the press box and watched him like trying to get. At, at. It just it didn't seem to work. Like, I, yeah, no, he's he tracking. Games. <laughs> um, we all wish he had. We had his metabolism. Is no basically, you know. um, we're we are far past. We're going to get yelled at for a far yeah. past
2: time, but I got. We're already far past enough where I actually right. want to talk. If you've got time for one more question, Andre.
1: Hey, man, you, let's go. You got me going now. I'm having fun. <laughs> All right. Um, I should have hey, let wait, off. Wait, with wait, this, wait. But- where, wait. Where do I get these billbars.com? I need some of those bars before you let me go. I'm joking.
0: <laughs> that was a good commercial. <laughs> Lock 15. That was- Lock oh, is that Lock 15, 15, for real? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That one. That one flavor sounded good, Jeff. What was it? They, the, uh, the, the, if you,
0: the, I'll say this as someone who does order them with his own money. Uh, I like. <laughs> if you like coconut, I like the coconut and a lot of the the um, the chocolates. Those are my chocolate. Prefer.
1: It was one of the chocolate brownies yeah. something you said. Yeah, chocolate brownie.
0: Yeah, the, the coconut brownies. I was listening, bro. I was listening. The, 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 all right, the, just to give you. Yeah. No, there's, there's a few. Well, my, <laughs> I said my there's a few things from one of my students. Some of my students will actually eat at school and they're like, ah, oh, I need, need you to pick me up.
2: Hey, if you can get a 10-year-old or, or a 12-year-old, it, why not, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so we already had, you know, you had, I was going to ask you about Tito's opening um, speech to the team. I know he's a guy that likes to put yesterday in the bucket and, and move on to the next day. And I think that's what a lot of people are curious about this year is how does this team repeat or improve on their success? Because um, I don't think a lot of these guys knew what they should have been doing last year. So I am sure his speech was littered with, you know, yes, last year was great, but this year is this year. So, what besides the fact that he, you know, broke his tooth and yeah. spilled coffee and everything, which have you ever heard of a guy having more food related injuries than, than Terry Francona, first of all?
1: <laughs> no. Um, that guy's a genius. And I only know, and like, and I can't, I can't, I'm like, I'm not giving anything away. This is an assessment by someone that's just been around him for a decade. Isn't it amazing? And I don't know anything. And if I'm wrong, he'll call me out or tell me. But isn't it amazing that Tito always has these food issues around times that he finds that are very important in the year? Like, the last time he had one, it was, like, during the World Series like in Chicago, and he had ice cream all over him. And he, Like, <laughs> pay attention to what I'm saying, though. Yeah. I think he's a genius at keeping the focus from the media on the things that we would try to put the focus upon. Mm-hmm. Because he told that goofy story, he really didn't have to tell us really anything of what he said to his team. It's brilliant. And I'm (laughs) only saying this because – and I'm only saying it to you guys because I'm around him every day. And I know what players have said. And without being in the room, without having anyone tell me exactly what was said, I would guarantee – that Tito said something to the point of nobody gives a bleep about last season. Nobody cares that you won this award, but we all know in here that we're good enough to play against anybody. So keep your mouth shut, put your head down. Like it was great to me that Quan came right to me after his first at bat and said, "Same old story," like you know that Miles Straw is not playing yet, and he's yelling at guys to go from first to third. Today, he's yelling at a guy from Texas for stealing when they're up 7 nothing. They kind of like and fell in love with being the little runts that kind of bothered everybody. They know they weren't invited to the party. that They had to break the door down to get into the party. And Tito has a great way of um, lighting that fuse. Tito and I have had talks. I mean, this is what he does. Um, he's a people. He knows how to make every person around him feel like the most important person in the world. Not a lot of people can do that. And I was talking to Tristan the other day or weeks, a couple weeks ago, we were texting about something and he was like, everybody keeps asking me about Tito and what makes him great. And Tristan probably summed it up the best I've ever heard a player say it, but he was like, Tito actively talks to us, but Tito never just talks to us to BS with us. Like he does, there's no like, you know, like, and we all like, think of any job. We all have people at jobs or places where we're like, you have that, like, Hey, how you doing? But it's got no. It, it, it's it, it's just it's a, it, it's the job. It's part of it. Like you go, hey, how you doing? How was the weekend? You don't really care. You're asking because you're supposed to. You never have those with Tito. Like Tito will ask how your family's doing, or whatever else, or he'll ask about something certain that that you guys both have a, you know, a college basketball team or a football team, or you know, how's your kids? Do- like he finds something like, but he never like waste your time. So when he says stuff to the players, they really run with it. And I think the cool thing he has with this team right now is he has a lot of wide-eyed kids that don't want to let him down. And they saw – they changed his life last year. I'm going to be honest. Like, Tito was – it's been a struggle. And he's got a different – and I haven't said this anywhere. So I'll say he's got a different pep in his step right now. And it's probably because he can actually walk. But he does have a different pep in his step. And the one thing I'll tell you guys is – I've wrapped that up because it's a long-winded answer – He loves basketball, loves, goes to Cavs games early, goes to University of Arizona games early. If he goes to a game, he goes early, and I've asked him why. And he told me he goes early because he likes to see how the players on the bench interact with the assistant coaches. And he can watch that and see that, and he tells you what kind of team it is, how well it's coached, if they're really a team that's together. Terry Francona is successful because he picks up on things like that about teams. He has a first base coach that reads the other teams so quickly on things like that. Are they together? Do they are they pulling for one another? Um, do, you know, do they respect the assistant coaches? Do they or do they treat the assistant coaches like crap? He picks up on that, and the one thing he's always told me is that he watches how basketball coaches come and go in the NBA, and he understands that when you've been in one place for a long time, if you keep the message the same message, it gets stale, and players will turn you turn deaf ear to you. So in saying all of that, I know that the the worries he has in life is he never wants to get in front of his team and be stale or give the same thing or guys roll their eyes and go, oh, here goes the old man again. So when you hear all the stories about his dessert the night before and everything else, I read that as Tito had a pretty fiery good talk and he doesn't want that talk to be what we're talking about.
2: Let's see, this is why I don't care. If if somebody bunts and people get mad about bunting, even though it doesn't usually come from Tito, or I don't care how many times he uses Brian Shaw in this certain situation, ah. or or this is why I don't care about that crap, because this is what we're talking about communication and stuff that happens yeah. behind closed doors that nobody knows how to rate a manager on a on a scale. That that right. it's stuff like that where I yes, you can get frustrated at that stuff in the moment, but when you hear stuff like that, it's like this is why you put up with, you know, whatever goofy decision people get mad about that night.
1: And usually, if he's calling for that blunt, he's trying to steal a win like you. And that, let me just say that. That's the other thing. There is not one fan or one person on Twitter or sitting at home that can tell you him something about his team that he didn't know three weeks before you realized. Like, you know, like, I love when people say stuff about, I'll use Owen Miller. You don't <laughs> think they see it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 <He's like, laughs>
2: Like, They're not watching I,
1: I, the game. Really? You're right. They know at two o'clock before when you're still at work and you're finishing up those last <laughs> 15 emails for the day and you're where and you're trying to figure out how much you're going to pay in parking. And if your dog is going to have dog food, Tito's already swam two miles because he's worried about what you're going to worry about at eight o'clock.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. The more time I think I've done this podcast, the more you learn that of any sport, you have the lowest idea of what's happening in baseball with a manager, the impact of the manager. It's like 90% you don't see.
1: Yeah. Especially like bullpen stuff. And we do a better job now of knowing like what a bull, what a guy did two days ago, three days ago, but like the the amount of pitches is some relief pitchers. And, and I mean, Tito rides pitchers when they're hot, right. On the bullpen. And I'll, and I'm saying this out loud and, and I know it'll get back to him if he doesn't like it. There are times where I'm like, "Dang, Tito, you you're gonna you're going put him up again." But he, but he does communicate with his relievers, and like you just said, Jeff, I'm there every day, and I'm and I'm pretty locked in. And there's things I don't always know about certain bullpen guys, or there's certain things about why guys up or not. I don't know everything, and I've questioned things at times. But I, the blessing I have, in what I know now, is I can ask hard questions on air and off air, and sometimes it's off. But sometimes getting that answer off air helps us explain on air better as to what's going on, whether you want to hear it or not. And it doesn't mean we agree with it. But if we're told, "Hey, this guy's dealing with this, this, and this, and this guy's wife may be having a baby in two weeks," so you know we're trying to get all the the pitches we can. You know, there's always all these ext- and like in this. There's always a lot more than meets the eye. Is <laughs> what I'll leave it as.
2: We could have had another hour conversation about journalism and asking what did this guy ask you know this question tonight oh, ask oh. him hold him accountable for this or hold him to the, like I, we could have a whole other hour conversation on on interacting with with professional coaches and, and managers i'm sure
0: yes and, just, and and just the fun of this team like as much as we've gotten to talk about things it's like this is such a fun squad i'm let's yeah. see. i'll be 42 this summer and it's like just top to bottom everyone's an interesting story i fight. i mean we we didn't even touch on class a and one could already oh, say he's in the process of becoming the greatest history or greatest reliever in the history of this organization. Amazing. And you know, he, he got a few, we barely talk him. about him. Yeah. That's Jose, what he said. Yeah. It's the greatest third baseman in the organizational history. He's coming off a massive injury. You know, we didn't talk about him. That's how fun he played
1: most is. of the season last year with that. All right, I'll give you two quick ones. Okay. We've gone too long. I'll give you two quick ones on those two guys. Yeah, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> <Just
0: go. laughs> it's all fun. I mean, listen, our, our we're, listeners, we're going to get yelled at anyway. It's all just, right. you know, we're going against against type, but our listeners will be so happy. They're going to be excited. Sure, they they will. This the is end. your yeah, Christmas,
1: Christmas gift to them. I'm glad I could be a part of it. Thank you guys for having me on. Um, the day Classe got traded to the Cleveland organization, Indians, Guardians, um, it was a Sunday. I was doing Brown's pregame radio at TAM 1100. And I remember like it happened and we were like, that's it for Kluber? And just because Delano DeShields Jr. was in it, it was like, well, we know him. And I remember I text Tito and a couple other people in the organization and I was like, that's it? And I remember Tito saying, well, all right, can you hear me now? I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I thought it was me. I
0: was like, oh, can't hear no, anything no, no, great. It was, it was a perfect time, too. It's like, it, Tito told me, and then me. <laughs> ah! It's like, he really got
1: it. They're like, we're going to stop this show one way or the other.
0: <laughs> no, it was um, fake,
1: yeah. Yeah, but Tito basically said, they'd sold it on me as, wait till you see this cutter. It could be something we've never seen before. But he even kind of laughed and was like, I can't believe that's what we're getting for Kluber. Um, so I'll never forget that. And then, like everyone else, we raised to YouTube to see it, and it was still like, I don't know. Um, he's still <laughs> figuring it out. He still has, like, he's, like, already up here. And it may be up where he, and it's unbelievable. Um, and you think about it. Talk about how Tito did that with Karen Check and Klasse, and he somehow gotten the best out of them. And he quietly had them competing for the closer's job, but you never heard that on radio, television, or in print. Like, go back how he used him a couple years ago, how he kind of went back and forth, wouldn't name a close. He let them figure it out on the mound. With no pressure put upon them because the media never was able to like, and, and he, you know how he does that? By telling silly jokes about eating popcorn and breaking teeth. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Now it's
2: yeah. now it's a conspiracy theory. Ah! Did I just, did I just break down the, the,
1: the wall? I don't know. <laughs> we We're going to have to do so a deep dive time.
2: into this now. Go back to every food-related instance and see the timing and of it. See what's I'm, gonna, really I'm gonna going to check the schedule.
1: I yeah. mean he's not that he's not that well at doing it, but that's what I take from it when I when I look at him. Uh, who was the other player you brought? It was Class uh, and who was the other player? Jose. We, Jose. Like, oh, yeah, Jose. Well. man, I got a million Jose's. Um he's special. <laughs> he really is. He's special. I was talking to uh I've been talking to a lot of different people that have known him for a while. And I think the amazing thing is, and I'm glad Matt Underwood did this for us, for me. Because everyone gets caught up in the home run pitch thing. And it's awesome. It's it, you know, the t shirt companies of Cleveland did what they did. Do what they do what they do. (laughs) They made as many t-shirts as they could as quickly as possible. But I'm glad Matt, like a year ago or so, kind of said, you know, Andre and Hosey kind of mess around with, you know, what pitch was that home run pitch. He goes, But I talk to Andre every single night, and I know the conversations him and Hosey have and how Hosey sees the game and what Hosey's looking for. He is a baseball genius. Um I've watched, and i listen. I've been so blessed, man, to sit near him from eight eight seasons, nine seasons, and hear him break down a pitcher, break down a situation, break down players. Like, here's a story that I was just told by Augie the other day, our translator. We saw quan it may have been, like, whenever Quan got, it was the first time he saw, it was, we were late in the game. Jose was mad, probably, because he had to stay back and interview with me, and he didn't leave when everybody else left. He had to watch, like, Quan's first at bat with the in a minor league game down here. This is why Jeff, you should watch spring training (laughs) games after the (laughs) sixth (laughs) inning. Oh, (laughs) maybe only tune in after the sixth. (laughs) (laughs) Quan gets a sink. Quan has a Quan at bat. We all know what that means now, right? And Jose turns to a couple people right around. This is his first time ever watching him, and he goes, "If that kid keeps it up, he's got a chance." And Augie said. You know, he and Augie goes, You know, we all say a lot of stuff, but we all know when Jose says something, kind of chalk it up. And he goes, Lo and behold, we go in the hitters' meeting in Kansas City last year. And for Augie, he was like, It was like he got slapped in the face when he saw Quan sitting in the corner. He was like, Holy crap. Jose called it. <laughs> like, Jose <laughs> called it before everybody else. Jose said, Quan is going to be Quan. And that's like in 19 or eight. Like, I could look up when it was. You got like, but literally before everyone else in the organization, before you guys were writing about him, before, like, <laughs> Jose Ramirez saw, like, three at-bats and was just like, something about this guy. <laughs> and he's done that with me with other players. In the playoffs, when we hit the home run off the the changeup right-handed off of uh, – and against Tampa this year. But, um, um, ah, Mc, Mc – uh, I, well, I can't think McClanahan. McClanahan. He literally – he was telling Gabe Arias and he was telling – Um, Ahmed Rosario, nothing nothing hard, because I don't think he was controlling his fastball well that day, and I should remember more, but it was a playoff game as a while ago. Mm -hmm. Jose was sitting on changeup from, like, the second pitch of the game. He won that game hitting a changeup right-handed to right center. He never, like, he is going to go down as one of the, like, I, I want people, and I guess the story I'm saying is the home run pitch is cute. It's fun. Um, it's part of his personality because he is funny he learns he learns other people's uh like he's funny but he's intelligently funny he knows when he knows when not he knows when to bring up the pressure when not to bring up the pressure um but he is so darn smart when it comes to the game of baseball um whether it's helping pitchers whether it's telling guys when they should steal and not steal um I hope we really appreciate that that part of who he is, because you don't get to the point that he's at just by the, the gifts God gave you. He God gave him some gifts with his mind, and he's unbelievable with them.
0: And another one of those unicorns, because his size for you know a decade yep. ago, we'd have never thought that a guy right like him could do that. And complete player, and you've made me hope that he stays in this organ. You know, we know he loves Cleveland. He's, yeah. He took a massive discount to stay, but it's like, man, hopefully he's a scout in the future for this team. I, like I want eyes. him to, yes. oh, yeah,
1: I want him to run the Dominican. Uh, the facility for the Guardians when he's done. He might be the perfect person. And um, I mean, think about the decision he made about the World Baseball Classic. Trust me, they want him on that team. He told me the other day, Oh, Justin, stop. I got you. <laughs> you had <laughs> to told... bring it up. That's, that's <laughs> not... <laughs> Oh, I'm not bringing it up with you. I would like you. You were doing your job. You try, like, you know what I did in that situation. I, I, yeah. I appreciate what you're doing. I, but and also, I know him pretty well. <laughs> And as he told me the other day, I only play for Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> that's probably well, that's probably all he will. I'm assuming yeah. at this point. Yeah. Well, we'll see how things go. But that's probably what'll do. Well, this is why you should so much of your time. <laughs>
1: yeah, sweet, yeah I mean, I, I told Justin weeks ago, spring training is the time to get me. No problem. No, we we appreciate
0: yeah. it though, I mean you've been extremely generous with your time, so we appreciate yeah. it.
1: What's your cat's name, Jeff?
0: And, oh, this is uh, this is Cinnamon. Uh, she she became a celebrity last week when she decided to smack me across the face in the middle of a podcast. That's why you see me aggressively moving her at points.
1: Uh, so <laughs> I know who's winning. She's in that a household. fighter. I see. It's not with well, not fight. with my
0: one year old. My one year old claws her all day. It's fine. Apparently, it amazing mean. how
1: animals know kids. Yeah. The difference between kids and adults. Oh, yeah.
0: She leaves the kids alone. Kids just crawl all over her, but then with yeah. me, she just thinks it's a. You know, I, I get smacked or everything else so it's Jeff funny. needs an endorsement for cat food apparently yeah that's food. oh that's but a good someone, one here we go we can I mean oh, no. the, we, before Justin joined me, the joke was the cats were the co-host because they just all right give me give me something who's
1: a player <laughs> that I don't know their name that I will know I will see you guys writing about or the rest of us will know about in, by July in the
0: Guardians organization Oh, and Jeff, you want to go first well. with that one? We go, uh, <laughs> we muscle, well, I'm trying yeah. to think, like, I, 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 it's always that thing where I'm like, we, we had these discussions where, like, oh, what counts as a sleeper? And we realized our sleepers are different than everyone. Because, like, Jess and I both wrote, like, top 60 prospect lists this year. So, mm-hmm. um, like, who could be the guy who steps up?
2: I said I said Nate Furman. Nate Furman yeah. to me is I, – I think we're going to fall in into this, like, um, trap of, like, looking at past – profiles like steven kwan but if you want like a, a steven kwan starter kit nate Furman. he is he plays like his hair is on fire and and runs hard makes contact like crazy i would say for a hitter nate Furman.
1: i got nate Furman written down come on jeff give me one. uh
0: and I'm, I'm afraid i'm going to say the wrong first name on this because i'm, I'm having on. a blank uh but i believe ryan webb is the first webb. name that oh the, yeah the left-hand pitcher out of georgia i've been very high on him uh Draft he's three years he's ago like, uh yeah, yeah he's 21 Twenty one oh, yeah. class, yeah. With all, so he's, he's he gets underlooked in that class, but like there were some people who thought he was the best college lefty in that group. And he's had health issues, and um, you know he's going to in the pitching factory. Like he got some reps last year. But he just hasn't had the opportunities. And with you know with left witches breakout, um, right. and with with Bybee and Williams, I to and
1: see a little the other day. He's yeah. Williams is, is disgusting. People, he's like he he is disgusting. I
0: I don't I it's an unpopular opinion on the show, but like, I don't blame people get mad at us when we talk about the Murphy stuff. And I know you can't probably comment, but it's like, I have no problems not trading the big three. Dude, those big dude. three are impossible. To, it's so hard to find pitching. And those three can all be special.
1: Right. And they have all three.
0: Thank you. But how about, I'm,
1: I'm worried about our guy though, with the injuries with Espanino. Like, see, I could talk to you guys. I'm worried yeah. only because I, and, and I, it, I don't know if it was one of you guys, but someone else, I read it. And then someone else that I know that's a scout kind of mentioned, the comparison to to, um, to Tristan of going through like a year mm-hmm. and a half, two year period where he just couldn't pitch, to then things kind of came together. So fingers yeah. crossed. But. Yeah,
0: same with with him and Cantillo. We're just kind of hoping that those two can can right. maintain the health. But yeah, I think you know, I just I look at those three, and if, if it works out, it's work it, out.
1: It, but they're yeah. all not going to work out. We know that the, we, they're yeah. not. But it's
0: like that fastball slider combo. You're you're looking at elite of the elite. So it, yeah. But the nice thing is there's so many. Like I said, you know, I could sit here and talk about Ryan Webb, who's like the fourth, fifth most famous guy in that pitching class. But this will be his first full year back healthy. University of Georgia has not been super successful with pro baseball players. I've talked about on the show Derek, former guard in Cleveland, or I should say Cleveland Indian. Then Derek was is still like top five in war from that program. Wow, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, he's still.
1: How's Georgia – Dang. Yeah, is, for whatever
0: <laughs> reason, baseball has not, not been their sport. But That like, is crazy. Well, you know what? Duck Deacon
1: used to tell me the same thing about Auburn and football. Mm. There's like Bo Jackson, like just like now he used to say that like 15 years ago. Yeah. So I've always paid attention to it since. And I mean, they have players like Takeo Spikes, but mm. for the most part, Auburn has not put a ton of great professional football players up. No, now I want to look at Georgia baseball players.
0: Georgia you know. baseball, uh, University of Virginia baseball. I get in trouble with that one sometimes. Oh, because
1: oh, yeah. of our boy. I'm gonna text him right now. <laughs> totally.
0: The guardian, <laughs> the guardians, love Virginia for a while. They just, I mean, for until recently, Guyer was still fifth all time in WAR from wow. Georgia. So it's well, we're don't not we not Georgia, we have, Virginia. We have a pretty
1: prominent person in our farm system. I think that's from the Virginia area. There's, there's, I believe. I could be yes. wrong. I, I won't I say names, gets but I believe.
0: Yeah, so there's, you know... <laughs> I mean, yeah. look,
1: like, that's not all... Like, I, I, I want to get more... Um, what can someone like me do to help get what you guys do out there?
2: I don't know. To me, there's no substitute for being in person. Like, with your yeah. schedule, I don't know. You're yeah. never going to get to Lake County. You'd be, you know, it's we'd have to see the press like, box for you want to come in, but... Uh, it's hard. It's hard to be in person. I don't know. Like I've always described the stat lines. I don't know.
0: I, I try to put myself around as many smart people as I can. Like through the years, like I, be I be always take a, a, a kill player. them with kindness approach. Like I, I'm always listening. Like if I go to a game and I'm sitting behind a home plate and there's like that six year old guy who loves to chat, who's been scouting for thirty years, he can. Yes. He's gonna I let him say everything he wants to say. I'm gonna pick off everything I can. I'm gonna be smart there, and smart. I try to be. I. For my whole life, I'm always really excited when I see someone that, like, maybe I helped give a, a spot to when I started writing, like, 15 years ago. Or, like, I just saw someone got hired by the twins, and I remember when he had, like, 200 followers, I'm like, you should follow this guy. It's like, that's awesome. That's that's what I go for. So I'm always trying to basically put myself around people much smarter than me and, like, learn things and learn tri- And that's, then, you know, I, I'm like, oh, so this is the important stats to follow, or these are the things to look at. And, yeah. You know, it's it, I always one of our my my big brag point on this, uh, you know, I, I remember tweeting out one year like, oh, isn't this the round where the Guardians are going to draft Eli Morgan? And it was the eighth ah. round, and they took him and I'm like, hey, I, I just, you know, I tweeted at Bart on the Guardians Insider account. I'm like, thanks for making me look smart. He goes, it's because you pay attention, Jeff. Like, it's just, right, you know, that right. the nice thing in the moment of someone, you know, that's awesome. Calling you out, so it's always nice to to have those. But yeah, it's just I think it's just being aware and the time, and then listening to the people who are smart. And obviously, this organization is very smart for all of it. Yeah, so no doubt, yeah. no doubt. That's why I, I said be in
2: Jeff. person because yeah. because uh, when you if you're I, I watch a lot of games on MLB TV too, but when I can be there, Jeff's right. You are sitting next to people who are way yeah. better at this, and you yeah. can't get that on TV.
1: It's the best part of my job. Yeah. You guys just spit out the best part of my like mm-hmm. I can't even explain to people. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of things that you see that, that, that are awesome. Mm-hmm. The most awesome thing is me being able to talk to, like, Jim Leland behind, like, you know, like, five years ago, and, like, you know, for three hours before a game, for an hour, I sit, I end up at the same dinner table as you know, Jim Leland, or you know, and you're like, you just sit there, you don't talk. You just go, and <laughs> you just listen to every story. Um, Rick Manning has that for, I mean, Ray Fossey who just passed away. Um, definitely RIP cuz man he treated me like I like I was his teammate but I obviously wasn't and I obviously my dad and uncle told me about him and dude to listen to baseball the way he talked baseball and the way you know the way he the pitchers he had seen and he was a huge Cleveland Indians fan and and obviously you know Ray Fossey's story so it's like you're trying not to nerd out but like you know the Oakland A's would come to town or we would go to Oakland and Ray Fossey would, like, open up with, like, huge open arms. Like, I was, like, his long-lost grandkid. And I'm just, like – So, I think as long as you guys both keep your eyes open to that, like, the beauty of all this thing is, like, to be around people. That, because hopefully, as you – hopefully one day there'll be some snot-nosed kid that wants to hear all the <laughs> stupid stories I have, you know, as I'm carrying a cane or or you guys. I mean, I was at Lake County when I, when Lake County first came. I was still Carmona was on one of the first pitching staffs I believe and I was at when I was at the, the first, first game he yeah I was at the first game he pitched in Lake County because I was still because I was like 22 or 23 I was trying to get into business so um there's something to the grind in, in, in grinding and finding your way because I think this is a beautiful game man I love it uh and I love the my like and here's a crazy thing my eight-year-old son is a and my 10 year old daughter they both are baseball freaks. My son would rather go to a rubber ducks game than a gladiator glad, gladiator than a guardian. <laughs> so. they, like you know, they, so
2: they do it. They do a lot. There's a lot of fun things down there and that outside the players, they've done, they do a lot of things right in minor yeah. league baseball. No doubt. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that in Lake County this year too. They got new owners and I think, uh, if you give them a chance to, I think they'll have some of the same stuff that Akron's doing that's made them successful.
1: That's awesome. That's good to hear.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, this is why you should watch every guardians game for people like Andre. You said everybody, people that make you smarter, you've made us smarter today. And hopefully our listeners are, are smarter for listening to this as well.
1: Thanks. And you know what you guys are the first interview I've done all year long or in the last two weeks. Uh, we've spoken for over an hour and 20 minutes, and you didn't bring up bankruptcy and Bally's. Good, because I have no idea what <laughs> baseball games are going to be played, and it, I'm going to talk through them if they let me, uh, because I appreciate those that watch our games. So thanks. There's the answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we made a
2: special point before you came on. I was like, we're not going to talk about this. People are interested. I'm like, we're not going to talk you about this. You should be.
1: All I- but baseball's yeah, the baseball's gonna take care of baseball right now. Yeah, this I is the think, time to fix
0: yeah. some things. Nobody really knows. Yeah, we, you know, right. we we got you for a limited time. You you've seen more than like anyone else in terms of being behind the scenes. So we were like, we gotta use this time wisely. That was smart. You guys did the right thing, but I I mean it's the elephant in the room, unfortunately. I just hope that
1: five months from now, six months from now, a year from now, 18 months from now, um, it's a lot more easy to watch your favorite team. And I hope it trickles down to minor league baseball too. Like there, there's too many cameras and too many internets out there. I'm not smart enough to figure it all out. But come on, man, we can we can stream every darn baseball game I that's played in, in, a, in a single double A, triple A. Didn't MLB say league that
0: uh, all the minor league games will be part of MLB TV this year? I saw yeah. that. I'm, I'm right.
1: fingers are crossed. I'm
0: hoping that'll go through. That'll be nice. I'm just yeah. I'm just glad the show has minor league teams because yeah. I stopped playing
1: for a while, and then my kids start playing, and I was like, wait a minute, they've got. It's really cool to play with them. like I I did not know until this past season. I, I love that they're doing it and they're having the Negro leagues this year. So uh, yeah, that's shout yeah. out to the awesome. show.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, it's that, gonna be a
2: big addition for them for sure.
0: Uh, yeah, I I that got I found a, a book. I'm doing some research for some future episodes. We're gonna we're dig into Cleveland's progressive history and in, in, in later on this year because it's it's top of it this week.
1: Do you know this hat? This
0: I do not know that. Hat. Oh, the Akronite.
1: Yeah. Akron Tyrites or whatever it. Okay. yes yep that was a former the the story I've been told that it was a former Cleveland Negro League team lost its home and for like the last 45 to 60 days of the season they went to Akron these were their hats mm. it's a great hat They're that really they key. sell at the rubber ducks my uh, family got it for me for Christmas oh. I love the hat I might go buy another one I like it so much no,
0: I should know that too as being born and raised in in Akron uh,
1: so, I, I just learned and I'm from Akron it's been yeah. hey, being around people that know something. Now you yeah, know. I know. Now get know. one. Rock one. It's worth yeah. it. I'm going to get another one. Uh, baseball fans are all, even Tom Hamilton. Like I told him the story and he went and learned more about them when he saw me with the hat. Oh,
2: They're going to play as them again this year too. They have a night this year where they'll be doing that too. Nice. So we'll
0: definitely have four. are
1: pretty sweet too.
0: We'll have to call that out so they people are. can go check that out on the show and make sure that people know yeah, what's coming up.
2: We talked about their promo nights recently too, how funny they are. But that was. Dude, I haven't looked at the jerseys heard- they've got.
0: Yes. I, I have,
1: I've had to text that organization more than three times. Hey, what are these uniforms about? And it's always really cool. So I I love that they do it. Yeah, I
2: agree. They're a lot of fun. All right. Well, watch, watch Andre wherever he's doing baseball on TV. No matter what the network is, I will always Mm -hmm. watch. You should always watch. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. Uh, You can, like I said, before the the podcast started, you can hear my A to Z when they get together Mm -hmm. and then the baseball minute there at some (laughs) point they can figure out their schedules i i've been a listener of a to z since like i don't even know before, oh, whatever you guys were like time. seen yeah yeah way back we're, when we're going Actually, through a
1: trans- we're going through a transition of life but we're we're still not going away don't worry
2: i i do not listen to a lot of browns content like i'm a very lukewarm football fan the only football podcast i listen to is, is a to z that's the only thing i need for browns so thank there you go we'll
0: appreciate
1: that yeah. thank you very much
0: all right. Well, and I, Jeff, say, I, like, think I just want to say, All like, right, you Jeff. can see the the knowledge and the energy, which is what the most important things are sometimes. But I think with broadcast, the mix of knowledge and energy. I and mean, if you. this wasn't a, a show for why, uh, you know, what Andre brings and, and why you should be excited for the Guardians too this year. Um,
1: Thanks. Hey, man, I got lucky. And you guys, and I'm lucky, and I work with a lot of people and I work with the organization of people that let me be myself. Um, and anything you do in life, the more you're around people that allow you and organize, like, Our broadcast, I feel like, is really cool. It's not for everyone, um, but it's genuine. We do care. We do – if you knew the nerds that Matt and I really are and how we mess with Rick and how we – dude, I've got notes in my – I got notes in my phone already for Seattle, and I've had them for like two – like I've had them for like a month, like on their bullpen and different things in their bullpen. Um, I'm a huge nerd (laughs) to the game. I kind of cover it up by laughing and having fun. Um, And I love that I'm with a broadcast team that kind of lets – let's me be me and um, I'm glad it's working out and people enjoy it. So thank you guys. I
2: agree. It's different than any other broadcast. All right. We have taken an hour and a half of Andre's time tonight and didn't think we'd have, we'd have all that time. But uh, again, Andre, appreciate it. Jeff, anything left? Just Go, go guardians.
0: Go. Just (laughs) again, the thank you. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll do the the trademark editing. Go, go guardians. Go.